y'all. Hey, it's your girl, Paula, with another exciting episode of Coffee Chit Chat. I love to call her my uh, resident expert because we have Miss Sharon Jones in the building with us. Before we get started, we're just going to call out the coffee of the week, which is a double chocolate chip frappuccino. Make sure you grab one. And I'm going to give just a brief little history on Miss Sharon. You guys have heard her before, but we're talking resilience today. And she's also a contributing author, guys. This time, last time, we did not say that. But we're saying that this time, and we have her uh, book and her um, opinions in the book on resilience and never giving up. Sharon uh, resides in California. She's a licensed marriage and family therapist. Sharon has work experience of over 20 years in behavior, healthcare, serving others. Hello, Sharon. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are so happy to have you. And before we get started, I'm just going to let you tell everyone, our listeners, about your um, your book and what you had hoped to accomplish. Hello, everyone. Well, the book is about International Day of the Girl, the pandemic version. I was fortunate enough to meet a lady by the name of Leslie George, who wrote the book International Day of the Girl, and this was the second edition of that particular book. International Day of the Girl is a big uh, United Nations holiday. And so it's about women and girl empowerment. And so I, I met her on the Clubhouse app in a particular room on Clubhouse. And she said, this may be something that you're interested in. So I said, well, I've always had this burning desire to be an author. You know, maybe I'll go for it. And so I decided to go for it. And that's how I got to the, uh, been my it ignited my uh, dream as being an author. And so my chapter is chapter number three, A Vivid Dream. And now remember that this book is about the 12 women who shared their stories about how the pandemic, COVID-19, coronavirus uh, impacted them during that time. And so during that, prior to the time when I was learning about uh, COVID-19 and I was seeing the different things, I don't watch very much news, so I wasn't really plugged into it, but I had had this dream and the dream really disturbed me. And uh, one thing when you have a dream, never ask people about it because they're like, girl, I don't know. Uh, you know, Ooh, that sounds terrible. And so I got even more afraid. And so it was a very vivid dream where I was walking through the neighborhood just on a, a bright, sunny day, walking through the neighborhood. I saw families uh, in the in the yard playing dominoes, cards, laughing, eating, um, drinking. And they were so happy and merry. And then all of a sudden, that's when the dream got even more vivid because I felt something in my spirit said, you need to turn around. And so I had just walked down that path and everything was okay. Mm. But then when I got this intuition in my spirit that said, hey, you need to turn around. And it felt like I was just tired and that I needed to turn around. And so when I turned around, I noticed a beautiful blue, pearlish, iridescent rock on the ground. And when I reached down to pick up that rock, I noticed that there were dead animals everywhere. Mm. And this is the same path that I had just walked down, which was clear and bright. And so at that time, I began to run and run and run out of fear. And there was dead animals all along the path. And then I struggled to get over this fence, this wall. Uh, and uh, I remember thinking in a dream, but you're real short. You're not going to be able to make it. And then I just I struggled and I just got over it. And when I got over the wall, it was green pastures. Mm. The, the grass was so yeah. green, so beautiful. 
And so uh, when we go through things like that in life where we're in a struggle and where we're in fear and we make it through, that builds our resiliency. And I think that'll lead into our conversation here today. That's so awesome. That is when I was reading it, I was like, oh, wow. You know, I said that was a very vivid dream. But then I also understood when you said when you turned around and then you got back to green pastures. So to me, that was like, okay, here's my strength. I'm going to still be okay through whatever this may be. And I like, um, I want to just read just a little passage. Um, You said the most important lesson I learned is that I am called to help to be a healer, to make life better for others so that they can breathe easier. I love that. Breathe easier. You know, so could you, you want to like, just kind of expound on that a little bit? (laughs) Yes, sure. That, that is one of the things that I, have noticed through my work in years is that when when we go through struggles or when we we're in a state of fear or panic, we have a tendency of holding our breath. And when we hold our breath, that leads to tension and anxiety. And it, it can also lead to physical health problems as well and mental health problems because we become overwhelmed. So there's nothing more precious than breath because breath is life. Breath is spirituality. Breath is healing. And so Helping others to breathe easier is to refocus them, resuscitate them so that they can live their full potential and so that they can heal. And so the breath is so very important. Uh, you know that with any uh, medical emergency, if you're not breathing, there's a problem. Oh, yeah. And it leads to other problems. So just the value of noticing our breath. Uh, when I first um, learned of this or first kind of connected together, I was working with a gentleman from Kenya in Africa. And he came up to me, he said, I have something to tell you. And I'm like, oh, okay. And he (laughs) said, Sharon, you never breathe. And so I've always been a little spitfire. And I said, well, I must be breathing because I'm alive. (laughs) And and so he said, but you're not breathing deep and you're not, uh, your energy is tense and everything. And at first I was about to get loose, but then After a while and working with people, I understood what he said. We're holding this tension. We're holding our breath. And it can be, it can really impact us. And now there's this whole movement about being in the present moment. Breathing helps us to be in the present moment Mm -hmm. so that we can really be aware. And so when I say help others to breathe easier, there, there will be situations that come in all of our life. I call them suddenlies, where suddenly you thought things were going well and it can impact your breathing, and you are in need of breathing easier. Uh, it could be the, the loss of a loved one. It could be the loss of a job, your physical health, things like that. And in that moment, you need to remember to breathe and to breathe easier. I love that because I said that is so true. That's even like I know when you're working out and you're running or you're walking and you're so tired, you know, you you, you can't have that tendency to want to all stress up. It's like just breathe and keep moving. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, and I know that helps with resiliency. So I love, love, love that because um we've seen so many tragedies in the past few months with our younger people who to me may not be breathing or not taking that time and they're taking their own lives. So, you know, I think um, words of encouragement and this resiliency is such an excellent way for them to understand that it's okay. You may be tense. You may get stressed. There's going to be trouble, 
but just take the time to breathe. And um, I'm going to make sure that everybody knows how to purchase a walk in our life because this is such an excellent book. And there's another passage that I'm going to read for my listeners. You said we have to work together to clear our energy from hatred, which is a negative vibration to love. And I thought that was pretty profound. (laughs) Yes. Yes. As you can see, if you turn on the news uh, in the workplace and in many settings, it seems as though we have moved away from caring about people, from showing love to people. We're not authentic. And so this negative energy is consuming not only our lives, but the world. And so we need a vortex of positive energy, even for our children. uh, Sometimes we can just highlight uh, all the things that they're doing wrong. But what if we highlighted everything that they're doing positive and build on that? I think we could build them up. So, yes, uh, there is never a reason to hate. And we know many things happen to us that we don't like and it may make us feel uncomfortable. Uh, It may be unjust, but love, you know, erases all faults. And so we have to walk in love. And that's awesome. I'm glad that that was brought to the forefront, too, because I do think that's a lot of our world problems today. It's just not showing love and kindness toward others. And they don't, people don't realize how that affects others. You know, your words, how that, you know, the the word teaches us that um, the power of life and death is in our tongue. So if we just speak a, a kind word, you never know that person could be having a bad day, but your smile and your kind word can turn it around for them. <laughs> Yes. So I really, really enjoy it. Yeah, you can speak a word and and a person can feel alive and vibrant and you can speak another word and they can feel down and out. So words are creators and they they impact our emotions and our spirit. Words can crush our spirits, but Mm -hmm. words can make our spirit alive. You're you're exactly right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even though we want to say that uh, words would never hurt you, but they do. (laughs) Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. I think words stay around for years. Things that young children have heard as children, they still hold on to that. And so it shows you the power of words. Also, our universe was created by God. He spoke it into existence. So right there, that lets you know that uh, use your words sparingly because words are powerful. It's a, Words are a gift that oh, we have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very powerful. You are definitely right. Mm-hmm. So um, while we're on the subject, I know we, we, I wanted to mention the book because it's such a great read. But anything else you want to talk to us about on um, resiliency or any of this? Yes, okay. yes we, were, we were just speaking about uh, words. And so words can resuscitate you and can build your resiliency up. You can be at a very low point and a person can speak some words to you. And you can start to feel better. And so resiliency is the ability to, to bounce back, to come back from, from uh, situations. And not just to come back, when you share your story of resiliency, it starts to catch on and ignite like a fire to help people. You know, like when Les Brown tells his story about being Mamie, uh, you know, the baby uh, boy of, of his mother and mm-hmm. all the things that happened to him, people can relate to that. But they also can see where he's come from you know, the journey. And so resiliency is knowing that your journey can be good. You can bounce back to a good journey. You can stay on that path and you can excel and you can live your life to the fullest in spite of the roadblocks or the obstacles that you may have seen in your life. 
That's good. That's really um, good. So in spite of everything that's going on, everything that's going on around you, you can always bounce back. And that is what that word resilience means. And I just so appreciate you coming to share those awesome nuggets and good thoughts with us today. And we know that you'll be back because you're our residence expert and we love having you on Coffee Chit Chat. (laughs) Yes, yes. I think it's a wonderful thing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Anything else you want to add? Yes, I I have another book coming out, Alabaster Moments, and it's about celebrating moments of healing and transformation. And so I still have the ebook out on uh, Amazon. Uh, It's called Alabaster Moments, Celebrating Moments of Healing and Transformation. And but the paperback um, is actually uh, ready for pre-orders as well. That's the, the digital book is out there now. And, you know, there may be something in the book that might uh, ignite you if you read it. It, It's, you know, I try to write authentically. These are experiences that I've had and I just pour out of my my spirit uh, in these books. I try to keep it real practical and just like the vivid dream, it's it's an honest dream that I had. And I was even confused when I had the dream and it kind of brought fear into my life. But as a result of it, I was able to uh, share in this book and to let people know that sometimes things will come into your life and they feel like a mountain, the tallest mountain. But you still can bounce back when you notice the things that other people are going. It might just make it look like flat land for you. And so just to always have that humility and to know that, you know, before the grace of God, uh, you just never know what could happen to you as you see what others are going through. So this is a wonderful top topic of resiliency, because sometimes people get at a place where they think they can't bounce back. But there's always a comeback. There's always a bounce back. And you can breathe easier. Oh, yeah. Your comeback is always going to be better than that setback, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, guys, you hear now the pre-orders for Alabaster Moments. Is that uh, on Amazon? Where can they get that? They can They can uh, actually reach out to me on, uh, on either Facebook through my messenger, or they can send me, if they're interested in a pre-order of a book, they can uh, send an email to my email address which is alabaster moments with an S at MSN.com. Okay, and I put it in the coffee chit chat group too. Yeah. That's for the pre-orders. And what about the ebook? You said that was available. The ebook is out on Amazon right now. It's only 99 cents because for me, uh, this is like my ministry to the world. And so um, I know that you know everything is not for everybody, but it may be something that might ignite a fire in someone and so that they can come back from whatever they're going through and breathe easier. So yes, 99 cent on Amazon and it's it's still out there. Uh, It'll be ready on June the 30th. So it's out there for pre-orders. And also currently I'm taking pre-orders for the paperback. Okay. Great. So you guys, um, you hear that you can get the um, ebook of Alabaster Moments, which is 99 cents on Amazon. Make sure you follow Sharon on all of her social media, Facebook, and I will, um, Actually put it in the Facebook Coffee Chit Chat group. And yes. Sharon, thanks once again. I'm going to use your quote for the quote of the week by Maya Angelou. It says, I came as one, but I stand as 10,000. <laughs> yes. yes, that's one of my favorite ones. Yes, I love it. I love that one as well. Listeners, you guys have a great week and come back next week for another exciting episode of Coffee Chit Chat. Thank you, guys. See you next week.